Now, broadcasting on Radio Star Worldwide, it's time for Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Let's tap into your own authentic genius and live the life you desire. Join Dr. Rademacher for an enlightened conversation about our brain intelligence, our body intelligence, and our energy intelligence. And now, here's your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. So welcome, I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, prescription for your transformation, real people, real conversations, and real success. And today is really all about success in a very analytical way, in a way that actually relates to absolutely everyone Anyone who has a plan for a career or is in a career or is wondering about their career and about making money. But if you're not one of those people, if you're not a person that has a career path or not interested in making money, maybe you just have all the money in the world that you need, then this is not for you. But the truth is, is to find that fulfillment in life, to to find that satisfaction in life, to find that peace and the happiness and all the emotions that we want to experience, it's really about creating a life that has meaning, that has purpose, that, that we're, as, as humans, we are creative beings. We're social beings and we're beings that have, that have the need for, for meaning. And so what's interesting is, you know, as, as entrepreneurs and businesses have developed over millennia, you know, focusing on producing something of value and then getting something in return that's valuable to them. And over the last, say, two, three hundred years, the focus of these exceptional individuals who've created these amazing companies and empires have been focusing on what is it that they can get from their workers, from the people that they employ so that they can deliver the products at the highest level. And what's interesting is that over these last you know, hundreds of years, the mindset of these companies, these, these employers, was really the mindset of, of carrot and stick. So you, you reward somebody uh, because they've done something right or you punish them if, if they don't do the right thing. And that mindset is still very uh, prevalent today. And so that's a big challenge in, in businesses because what happens for a lot of different reasons, people get disengaged with the organization, with the institution, with the company. And there's this theory called self-determination theory that, that we are going to kind of tap into with an amazing speaker that we have today, Akila Davis. And it's to understand how is it that you can get in complete alignment with what you value inside of yourself, what inspires you, what motivates you, what fulfills you, and then finding that connection in the environment and then taking care of something that's really important for all of us. And that is to have that financial security. So Akila, I'm really excited about uh, talking with you today. I do apologize that we're a little late. just always these technological issues or life issues, they just get in the way. But you know what? As you pointed out earlier on today, I might kind of disagree with you on this one that, you know, I would not be happy without these challenges. Well, some challenges <laughs> I'd rather not have. But there are challenges that I do enjoy because it makes me a better person. So, Keila, thank you so much for joining me today. 
Thank you very much for having me on, uh, Dr. Rademacher. It's always a pleasure to speak to you and your audience. Thank you. And uh, Sedona, I'm happy that you've joined us today. And I'm just letting Sedona off by her request. She's got some voice issues, so we're not going to get her engaged. And we figured we'd have her off the camera. Um, but once again, I'm grateful for, for you and what you do. So let's get started. So this whole concept of careers, and, and the one thing, I'd like to hear some statistics first and, and kind of position what the real problem is today. Because one thing that I do understand as, as a business coach, as a life coach, is how often I find that people are just simply not fulfilled in, in their business and the job and what they're pursuing. And oftentimes they'll do a major 180 in the type of business that they are in even in their midlife. And, and it's kind of bizarre when you have a, a senior executive of a major international bank who suddenly decides at the age of 55 to become a shaman. So there's a reason for this. And so please share with us, first of all, some of the statistics that, that you want to share about, you know, dropouts from college, about people not engaged in businesses And, and the solution that you will be able to provide to people so that we can get them on the right career path early on. Okay. Well, let's start with college because that's where um, a lot of careers start in that people need the education right. and use that education to then earn a living as they go on. Well, I don't know if you're aware of it, but United States today Out of the 30% of so people who attend colleges and university, first year dropout rate is 26%. Wow. That is very high. And unfortunately, what happens, it's either them or their parents have paid for that. And then they drop out, they don't have a degree. And that's just money that was wasted. Right. The second part of that is that there are students who the first year, They don't know what it is that they want, or so they just pick a major. By the second year, they realize that the major that they pick is not one that they like, so they pick another one. And again, they don't know anything about the other one, other they think that it might suit them, so they pick that. Do you know that the, for the average college graduate, it takes six years to complete a four-year program? Oh, wow. Well, it <laughs> yeah. took me 17 to graduate. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> yeah, but that's because they are not sure of what it is that they want. The right. other issue with that, as far as I'm concerned, is if they're not engaged, if they're not excited or interested in what they're studying, they're not going to get the marks that they need so right. that when they leave school, they are getting the best job offers or good job offers. So what, by starting understanding who you are, when you go into university or college, and then using that as a jumping off point in making your career choices, that I think is the best thing. Now, understand that people change. As you said, the one that you just mentioned is uh, executive of the bank at 55 does a total career change. And as we change, those things can change. I am a primary example of that. I graduated in computers seven years later and a life event, I felt I needed something else. And so I went from computers to financial planning. I mean, that 
quite a jump. Right. But it was a successful career change. It took a while. It wasn't easy, but I made it. And I I built a business for 15 years. And then a few years ago, I decided I was ready for a new challenge where I could help more people. So again, I made a change. And I am not unusual for our generation. And the millennials, it's they are not driven as much by money as the baby boomers were. They're looking for what gives them satisfaction in life. They want to be purposeful. So if you want to be purposeful, first of all, you need to know what it is that's driving you. So that's one part of it. So there's a whole there's a whole number of things that we take into consideration. And I sent you a slide. It was on the brain and how we show up. If you have the opportunity to put that up, maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Here it comes. So what you're seeing there is the three dimensions of the brain. And traditionally, testing for going into career programs and for getting your jobs when uh, from employers has been done by doing what's called psychometric testing. It is the green portion. And what they were doing is analyzing the thinking portion of your brain. That processes IQs, uh, your IQ, your skills, your reasoning, your knowledge, your experience, and your education. And that's where it stops. And because it stopped there, the way I look at it, it was not very holistic. You're looking at one part of a person, not the total of this person. So what we do in this program, the Total uh, Career Analytics Program, is we look at the portion of your brain that does the thinking, but we also look at the cognitive portion of your brain, which is all about your drive your necessary instincts, your talents, your mental energy. That is how your brain works. Right. And then we also look at the feelings portion or the affective part of your brain. And that is where desires, values, motivators, attitudes, emotions, and preferences are processed. So when we look at, when we assess your entire brain, it's very easy for us to see what is the core you because the brain, unlike that little picture, doesn't have lines around the various parts of it. Things will tend to blend. And when we look at all three domains and we come up with things that are common to all three or overlaps, we pay special attention to that because that is the core you. Because Here's one thing I've discovered is just because you're good at doing something doesn't mean it is what is going to drive you. It's going to give you the most satisfaction in life. See, what's interesting too, and and bringing on so many different aspects in all this, I'm sure in any of your assessments and your coaching, you also look at, you know, um, what's also called, what, as I mentioned earlier, the self-determination theory, Mm -hmm. um, where there's the ability for autonomy, but also the ability for, or the necessity for mastery. And so mm-hmm. where we want a certain level of competence so that we have the feeling that we're doing a great job, which is sometimes my concern yes. with millennials, 
is that they're not necessarily willing to do the work like the baby boomers have always <clears throat> are always willing to do is they're going to work hard and i just actually listened to uh, arnold uh, schwarzenegger um in his motivational uh, speech on i think it was on youtube or facebook or whatever and i think he, he had like five different elements of of what it was that required to have his success um and the second one was you got to do the work and you got to work like crazy <laughs> so so how is it that you then proceed in your assessments it, to help people understand you know what is that right career path for them and actually if they're willing to do the work yes well that is the first thing is this is not a done for you program if you're going to be part of this program, you have to be willing to do some of the work involved. I'm not gonna hand it to you on a plate. I'm gonna coach you. I'm gonna give you the tools that you need. I'm going to help you understand yourself, but the research and things like that, I like you to do that because you're the only one who can really tell what it is that you want to do. But let me give you an example. There's a 34 year uh, young man whom I just worked with about two months ago and he was someone who have done a lot of things in the last 14 years, okay? He has dabbled in screenwriting. He has done directing. He has written comic books. He has, he's done a lot of things, but he never found something that he wanted to make into his career. He was, uh, he's worked at call centers, you know, He's an extremely good worker, very good work ethic, but he got bored easily. He didn't feel he was making a difference. And so he was adrift until we started this program with him. And we did, we assessed all of the aspects of his brain. And then one of the things that we looked at is saying to him, okay, here's what's going on with you. Unlike a lot of people, the way his brain works, there's only about 5% of the people in the world who, whose brain works like his. He's absolutely brilliant. There is not one assessment that I did that he did not score. Well, there was one that he scored less than 90, but in all of the potential uh, aptitude tests, he scored above 90. There's nothing he couldn't do. The one that he scored at 85 was something that is licensed through um, NASA, and it's only used for scientists and um, astronauts. And he scored 85% on it. So this person was not working, was not having a career because he wasn't capable. Part of his problem is he was capable in so many different areas. Right. It was hard for him to focus. Right. So... Looking at that, then we looked at what is it that he enjoys doing the most. We also did the personality screenings. And the other one of that was really interesting is because he, although he is so brilliant, he does not want to lead, but he does not like to be led either. So think about that. For someone who doesn't want to be a leader, but does not like to be led, what kind of careers are we looking at that they could thrive in? Yeah. And then another part of how his brain worked 
was how he processed information. He likes to have a lot of information. And then he takes that information, he puts it through his particular process, and then when he comes out, he is extremely creative. He can come up with out-of-the-box solutions. And, but when he's finished that, he wants to move on. Doing the same thing day after day after day would not be suitable for him because he needs variety and boredom. Sounds, sounds is, like he, he must be an inventor or something. Well, he could have been an inventor, but one of the things now that he is starting, he started a course of study for is to become a consultant and coach in marketing. And that's because he loves to tell stories. And today, marketing is all about telling stories. Pardon me? I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yes. And this gives him a very wide variety of things to get more than competent at. It's videos, it's blogging, it's social media, it's, you know, there's print. There's all kinds of things that he needs to get competent at so he can choose whatever it is his client needs to do. It also allows him to go in, get a job, get it done, and move on to the next thing. And so so basically what, what you've helped him with is a deeper understanding about his personal makeup. And, and I think this is essential yes. because uh, in my own personal experience, I mean, I trained for 17 years um, in the, the field of medicine and I was very committed, I was very driven. And I was fortunate that I had done a very simplistic, I guess, by, by today's terms, aptitude test that gave me a choice between being a vet or, or a doctor. And since mm-hmm. I couldn't talk to the animals or they couldn't talk back to me, I decided to be a doctor. Um, so, but interestingly enough, um, as I you know, jumped into this world of personal development, and uh, I think it was Einstein who, who said this, is that um, you can't change anything unless you understand what it is that you need to change. Absolutely. And so yes. too often, you know, we, and even I myself, you know, we get stuck, we get frustrated, we get annoyed, we were unhappy or, or sad or whatever because of our our status today, you know, what, what what's happening in our life. Because it doesn't match, and this is a, a term, you know, or reference for Tony Robbins, it doesn't match our blueprint for an ideal life. Mm-hmm. And if and and that blueprint unfortunately is, is so much in the unconscious mind that people are just simply not aware of it. And over the years, you know, I've been doing all these different assessments and I've done some wonderful assessments with you. So anybody who, who wants to have a better life, you know, find Akila because she <laughs> will help you with a variety of different amazing assessments so that you can understand what drives you, what motivates you, what inspires you, what fulfills you. And also more importantly, or as important, you know, where's your talent? Where's the, your natural flow? So when you've got all these different elements, you know, the thinking, the doing, and the feeling, because too often we make ourselves wrong. Too often we're way yes. too critical of ourselves simply because we're, we've, we've downloaded, as you mentioned to me the other day, we've downloaded so many memes up till the age of, of seven unconsciously without any fil- filtering. And so these are popping up today as to 
what's right and wrong in our life. And we beat ourselves up. And then you have so many people that are depressed, so many people that are confused, so many people that are lost, so many people that are dejected, so many people that just quit because they don't have that one single resource that will make an absolute complete change in their life. And that is working with someone like Akila with all of her amazing assessments. And then it's sort of like you can bloom. It's sort of like now the flower, you know, gets to bloom, gets to get all the nutrition, all the sun, all the water. And finally you get to have a brilliance of, of a life experience simply because somebody helped you open the door and said, look, this is where you belong. Am I right? That's absolutely right. And part of my um, goal is to give people the support they desire for as long as they need it and help them each step of the way until they get to the goal they want. Some people are very, um, they like to do things by themselves. So I'll give them the basics. I'll give them the advice. I'll tell them what they need to do and they're ready to go. There's other people who, as they run into roadblocks, like to have someone that they can consult with that they trust. And that's available to them as well. So you can work at your own pace. You know, Bart, it's really interesting because my business is multifaceted. But in a nutshell, it doesn't matter if it's a career, if it's a relationship, or if it's money. I help people to understand themselves so that they can make the decisions that is right for them and that is in alignment with their what drives them and with their values. And that to me is the recipe for a contented, happy life. You know, it's interesting because um, I had made a lot of my decisions early on in my life, like when I was 21, 22, as to what things, how things would develop, um, and most things, how most things would develop. And what was interesting is when I did one of your assessments, um, everything made sense. It's like, oh, wow, this is cool. So I've been on that right track. Didn't yes. even know it. I wasn't, you, know, you kind of sometimes doubt what it is that you do uh, because of so much you know, information that we get and all the naysayers in life and, and everybody, you know, just challenging you and your beliefs and all that kind of stuff because they've got their own issues. And that's just another story. The point is, is that what a relief I felt that when I did one of your assessments, I thought, you know what, that makes sense. I'm, I'm happy that I stuck with it and, and I'm here today doing what it is that I'm doing. Now, one thing that's really important, and it's important for all of us, regardless uh, of where you come from, uh, what your inheritance is, and or perhaps how much money you have, it, we have to have money in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, and this is part of you know, our own safety, stability, success, material needs variety of different things, including self-worth. And so what I'd like to do is yes. jump into this, this program that, that you're bringing up as well, and that is about, about money and how that all fits together. So share with us this whole concept of money and, and what money actually really is. This is part of my self-awareness program because And in the self-awareness program, we talk about communications, we talk about money, we talk about who you are. There are different modules. People can take whatever they wish. 
The one about money to me is foundational because how you do money is how you do everything. What do I mean by that? Well, our money programming comes not just from our parents, but it comes from teachers, church, advertising, education, experience, our bosses, our coworkers, our friends, and our parents and grandparents. So how much of, how many of your decisions are your own decisions? Until you're aware what those messages are, until you can decode your internal programming and say, nope, that was my dad's, I really don't agree with that, I'm gonna put that aside. Oh, that's from grandpa. That I agree with, I wanna accept that as my own. And essentially, you're becoming your own self. But if you never go through this process, what happens is that for nine out of 10 people who are unhappy, they're leading someone else's life. They're, lead, they're leading someone else's programming. Right. Yeah. So, so, but answer the question first. What is okay. What is money? Oh, that is a great, great question because money, as far as I'm concerned, is simply a, a term, uh, it's a term of exchange. But people have given money a lot of power. People have imbued money with the power of love. Money represents love. Money represents power. Money represents control. Money represents, you know, you could probably bribe some up that you know that money represents to other people. But money is none of those things. We have made those things important about money. Money is just a means of exchange. And you and I were talking earlier, and I mentioned that as far as I'm concerned, when we go to work, we are giving up our life energies in exchange for money. Yep. And we deserve to get back more than just money. We deserve to get something that would nurture ourselves and our spirituality. People have even given money spirituality. Money is just a means of exchange. But if you talk to people, you know, when you think back to your childhood, have you ever heard sentences like, Money don't grow on trees. Yep. A lot of people have. And the message they're getting is there's scarcity and lack in this world. But that's just someone's mindset. That is not necessarily true. Because you and I know that if our mindset is that of abundance, there's wherever you need, it comes to you. Right? So... When you're talking about money, it's a very, very emotional topic. 70% of arguments and relationships are about money. And quite often, it's because they were brought up in two different environments. I wrote a book a number of years ago, and it was called Your Dollars, Your Divorce. And in it, I wrote that um, opposites attract. Quite often, and I've been more so since I started doing my assessments because I will find that quite often one partner is very, very different temperamentally from the other. Right. 
And when you think about it, it's because someone, let's use a, a saver-spender comparison. Someone who is a spender could be attracted to someone who is a saver because they would love to have some of that stability in their lives. Whereas the saver would be attracted to the spender because they would love to have some of that excitement in their lives. But what happens after they've gotten together and been together for a while? Those same things that attracted them start becoming limiters. They can't spend the way they have. You're spending too much. I'm not able to save the way I have. And the same thing that attracted them can pull them apart. That's one, one of the first times I started to talk about knowing your partner. I'm not saying don't get together. I'm saying go in with your eyes wide open. And the only way you can do that is by becoming self-aware who you are about money. What does money mean to you? What is yeah, it's it? A, it's interesting because uh, my wife, <clears throat> she, um, I wouldn't say, so much say that she's a saver, but she's very careful with money. And, and so she does like to spend. So anytime that I, I want to buy something, I have to think, oh, all right. You know, how, what is she going to think about that? And, and that's great because it's, it's allowed me to be more responsible and sensible uh, so mm -hmm. that I will save more money and I have more financial stability in the future because I'm just not, <clears throat> not spending it. And don't get me wrong. She loves to buy nice things. And she's very, very careful. And, and a great story, um, my parents uh, actually grew up in the Second World War where money was just very scarce, clearly. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so my parents lived with that mindset for the rest of their lives. My, my father, he was a senior executive of a multinational company uh, worldwide. And um, all of his junior executives, you know, they had these beautiful uh, – huge cars we lived in mexico the lincoln's and 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 bentley's and, and rolls royces or whatever and my father he he bought this used carmen guia and i would i was always cringe at it because they actually had holes in the bottom of the of a floor bed of uh, the floor of the car uh, but he loved that thing and interestingly enough that was a great investment because my dad actually made a profit <laughs> after he had it for about eight years so my point is, is that um, I grew up in a very frugal environment. And, um, and so I'm benefiting from that as well. And, and I think you know, money is such a key issue in our lives today that many of us, myself included, are not responsible enough, not thinking far enough ahead. And that's one thing that I've coached my children. You know, they're in their early 20s to be very mindful in, in, you know, having a very strategic plan with money. And, and so I'm glad that you're helping people understand, have the self-awareness because again, you know, money is, we need money. Uh, there's a, a story that I like to tell about how our minds affect the way we deal with money and we're not aware of it, making decisions. Uh, a young lady went to lunch with her mom, and after lunch, she went to a shoe store that had a very, very expensive pair of shoes that she'd been sort of looking at for the past six or eight months, but never purchased. After lunch, she went and purchased it. She couldn't quite afford it, but she did. 
What do you think was going on there? I have no idea. Well, well, what was actually going on there is it was an act of rebellion. Lunch with mom, with mom preaching to her, you should do this, you should save your money, you should do this, uh, you should do that. And by the time she left, she was so emotionally charged by that lunch. She had to do something that would make her feel that she had autonomy. And she went and bought that shoes she could not afford. Rebellion. As children, we tend to do one of two things. We either adapt our parents' beliefs, our grandparents' beliefs, or we rebel against them. And if you rebel against it, quite often that's one of the biggest problems between parents and children because they, are, they can't agree with how the other one is spending their monies. You know, especially parents who grew up in the uh, Depression era, they cannot believe how the baby boomers were spending their monies and throwing it away as far as they were concerned. You know? And, and, and this, is a, this is a challenge too. Um, and, and anybody listening, it's important to appreciate the kind of downloads that we've gotten from our parents and how it actually shows up in our life today, manifesting um, our lives, if you will, but in a very unconscious way. Because I remember, I mean, you talk about rebelling, and and, and I can reflect upon myself, where um, I was more frivolous with, with my spending, and my father just downloaded this meme in, inside of me. He said, look, you know, you're too irresponsible with money. You're never going to have money. You're just going to spend it. And so I carried that along with me for a very, very long time. And so we, you know, this is why that self-awareness is so important. Uh, even if you are very aware of where you are, you can always be more aware of where you can go. Mm-hmm. However, so many people simply lack that awareness and just simply having the ability to work with you with the resources that you have that your life can expand so much. And and when I talk about... Um, the coaching and, and my programs. And I talk about, we all desire divine happiness. And to get that, we just simply need to resolve whatever makes us unhappy. And I like to add is how is it that we can also expand our lives with new insights, new knowledge, new information, new resources, and new coaches like Akila. You. you said something there that um, triggered a talk. You said, um, uh, to resolve your unhappiness. To me, that is a natural biofeedback mechanism. Mm-hmm. If you're depressed, if you're unhappy, that that is your feedback that there's something not going right in your life. Yep. And it's an invitation for you to start to explore that because it's the only way you're going to move forward. Again, as Einstein, who's one of my heroes said, if you do what you've been doing and expect something different, that's the definition of insanity. If you and I, what I will say, doing. and I will add to that is that ninety-seven percent. This is a real known statistic of the world is at the effect. So they're basically the victim. They're stuck in that space. That they're just going to stay in that pain and the suffering and not make that move. 
And so yeah. part of the reason I have this platform is to help people develop more awareness of what's possible for them because that's was my story too. After training for 17 mm -hmm. years, I felt stuck and I had already read you know, the, the Greek classics and, and all the other famous you know, philosophers of the Renaissance period and yes. afterwards and still felt completely stuck until I fell into the world of personal development. That was actually with Tony Robbins at that time. And it's like my whole my whole world opened up. And and again, yes, you know, this is why it's so important for me to be interviewing people like you so that I can help get the word out so that people can find you, the experts that will help people change their lives. We only have about two minutes left. Um, I just want to emphasize once again on our money programming because when I first heard this from you, I never stopped to think, you know, that that advertising and teachers and churches and parents and bosses and television, all of these are influencing our whole concept of money. And so, so what's the one thing that you help people really get a grasp of what money means for them? I help them to determine what it means to them because everyone is different, is really, really different. And as a matter of fact, I didn't mention this to you before, but I just thought of it. On the 17th of October, I'm starting a five-week program. It's going to be done in the evenings on self-awareness, and it will cover the areas of money, relationships, communications, and basically who you are, what your motivations are as well. So how so, do people find you? Uh, you can certainly, I'll give you some information to put on your show. Look, you could send me an email, cc.com. Okay, you, you can uh, phone. Akila, you actually broke up there for a moment. So can you, oh. uh, can you say that again, please? That's adavis at courageousbc.com. Or you can phone me at 1-800-814-3905. And that number is good from anywhere in North America. Okay, great. Yeah, maybe we can add that on um, the Facebook page, you know, once we're done. Well, I really want to thank you for, for today. Uh, it's been an amazing talk. Uh, I do apologize. We started a few minutes late. I guess uh, traffic in Arizona is, is pretty bad. I uh, don't think it had any earthquakes or typhoons over there, but, uh, you know, things bad do storms. happen. Bad, bad storms. So I want to thank uh, uh, Sedona. It's been really quiet in the background because uh, we need to rest her voice. Um, or maybe she just had a bad, you know, makeup day and, or hair day or something and didn't want to show up. But anyhow, uh, I, I really want to thank you for, for today. I think the work that you do is, is phenomenally important. Um, I invite people to reach out to Akila. Uh, we'll make sure that the information is on there. And, um, and it's all about that self-awareness. It's all about finding out, you know, what, what's, how your beliefs and values are all aligned, your purpose, your energy, all these different things, so that um, you've got the energy to deliver on your purpose. So, Akila, thank you so much. And I am thank Dr. Bart Rademacher. Yeah, I am Dr. Bart Rademacher, a prescription for your transformation, real people, real conversations, real success. And I'll give you the last word. 
thank you for the great job that you do. I've looked at several of your shows and the information is phenomenal. So I can't tell you how appreciative I am that you invited me on. Thanks. Awesome. Well, I feel very honored. All right, Sedona, you can wrap it up. Thanks for listening to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Join Dr. Barton Rademacher live right here on Radio Star Worldwide each week or on demand 24-7.